More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreenquiz.com now and take the American Cancer Society's two-minute cancer screening quiz to find out what screening tests are right for you. Don't wait. Take the quiz. Get screened. Go to cancerscreenquiz.com now. Cancerscreenquiz. Man, 2020 has been a sports season unlike any other. That's why you need a sports book unlike any other. My bookie. Get some skin in the game where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await you all season long. These are the sizzle that go with the stake of having a reliable place to put a little bit of money down or maybe a lot of money down on your favorite sport. My bookie. Turkey Day is coming. There is no better time to feast on your NFL college football action. Whether you're a first-time customer or if you've been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in their thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and more. Sign up today for the first time or get reloaded. Find your edge and make some money. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino. The best part is my bookie never closes, and there's no smoke getting in your eyes. Make the right place, sign up today, and when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put 200 bucks in, they'll match it with $100 of their own. So if you're planning to bet this coming fall, guess what? You're already ahead of the game. It's winning season at MyBookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Once was, at least they gave me an entertaining afternoon, <laughs> you know? You've, you've developed the Stockholm Syndrome yeah. of Washington football fans, basically. You know, it was interesting, it was exciting, sort of, and Okay, fine. I don't blame you. I have said to friends and anyone who would listen, I've become the king of die easy Redskin slash Washington football team fans. I die easy now. And yeah, I expect yeah. nothing from this year. So the winning and the losing kind of doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I mean, the quarterback thing is taking a bizarre turn. Oh, yeah. In that, in that you have a guy who, at the beginning of the season, he said, Oh, wouldn't it be nice if he took a ceremonial snap at some point and right. limped off into the sunset? And now guys like Les Carpenter of the Washington Post are saying, you know, maybe he's the quarterback for the next two to three years. I am <laughs> shocked beyond belief, and I am eating crow left and right. I should have never doubted a guy who carried huge volcanic boulders under 20 feet of Hawaiian water. Remember that when he first came here and he showed the training pictures that he had done? This guy is is a, is a cyborg, and he looks like he's moving not as well as he once did, Andy, but he looks mm-hmm. like he moves as well as Philip Rivers, and that's yeah. good enough. Yeah, and, and as we know from this game, when you learn how to play it, you can get away with a lot less physically. And, you know, Drew Brees can't play with broken ribs, but when healthy at 41, still pretty good. Tom Brady at 43, better than most. So even though he's physically compromised at 36, he knows how to play the game and he's making the right kind of adjustments. I also really like this Scott Turner offense. And I didn't know if I would say that. I think it utilizes what parts they have quite nicely. 
and they've got McLaurin, who is the golden boy, and then they've got a bunch of guys who are kind of just guys, but they're quick and they're slippery. And when they run five-yard outs and they're hit in stride from a quarterback and Alex Smith who reads it in 2.4 seconds and delivers it accurately, they can do some damage. Yeah, I'd like to see them run a little bit more. I'd like to see them throw it down the field every once in a while just to show that you can. But I also liked yesterday where they ran the no huddle. And that's something I haven't seen them do much of in the last, well, ever. You know, it's, right. it, it, and it takes a, a smart quarterback to do that. But they were able to control the clock doing that, throwing five and six yard passes, you know, going up to the line of scrimmage. And I thought it was effective. Now, you can't continue to fall behind. I mean, they've no. been outscored in the first half of games, pretty much two to one. It's like, you know, one, whatever it is, 174 to something. And uh, and so they, they've got to figure out a way to get off to a better start. But they do have the ability to score. And, uh, you know, it's sometimes fun to watch. Outcomes do determine narratives. And they were pretty much dead, dead in the water at 24-3, fourth and 13 inside the 20. And if they don't convert that, then the Lions probably get the ball. Maybe they go down, score another field goal, make it 27-3, to and they might score a touchdown after that, 27-10. And how are we writing this game? Well, then you say turn the page and go back to Haskins. You know, that, well, okay. I, see, that's the thing. They're not going back to Haskins. He's shit in somebody's cereal. <laughs> and is dead to them. I'm serious. Like yeah. I said today on the show, I said, we'll find out exactly what it was as soon as he's out of here because that's how it always works. You know, right. every guy who's fallen out of favor with this regime, this owner and whatnot, we find out once they're gone. They're like, oh, that happened. Okay. But we're not going to know right now. He's done something where they're like, I will cut my arm off before I put him in voluntarily. Well, I mean, it was, it's already some of this is out that he showed up late for meetings. I didn't hear that. This, oh, this is in the post last week. Yeah, oh. that that, that uh, you know he they didn't like the fact that he wasn't showing up super early uh, on the week they well, wait, basis, wait wait but, late or or Tom Coughlin late, which is five minutes early. No, I, I, I the, the way it was worded was he wasn't the first guy in the building, and he was also late for meetings. Meaning either he was in the building or doing something else or actually late for work. And if you are the starting quarterback, that just can't happen. No, you can't be late. That's that's a big deal in, in business and especially in the NFL when you're the quarterback. So yeah. back to Alex. Like This is going to be really interesting. If he plays at a comparable level and stays healthy and upright for the final eight games, and let's say he wins three of the five, what are the chances they bring him back next year at a reduced salary? I think they could cut him because his cap number under his old contract next year would be 25 mil. That's too much. Mm-hmm. But they could, in theory, cut him and bring him back for half of that, call it a win, and say, you know what? We're going to keep rolling with him, build the culture, win some games, maybe make a run at this awful division next year, and we'll figure out 2022 in 2022. Okay, or... They cut him, and teams around the league are so desperate for a backup. That, yeah, and you look, they, Nick Foles got seven million dollars to go to Philadelphia a few years ago, which was like twice the going rate for backup quarterbacks, and it paid off. They won the Super Bowl with him. 
who's to say a team looks at him and says, "Oh yeah, yeah I no, mean, I think he'll yeah he'll he'll get a job somewhere." I'm just looking selfishly at it from a team standpoint and a fan standpoint, and and the and this is the the real this is what bedevils franchises all the time, as you know, Andy figuring out where you are in the birth and rebirth cycle of your team, right? Mm -hmm. Are we really rebuilding? Are we going to scoot by with an okay quarterback? Do we need to go find the unicorn again? What do we do? Well, I mean, you know, the team that they may really look most seriously at is the Giants because if Daniel Jones is going to get it, they seem to be coming right now. Yeah. So that may be the team that you're looking at next year that if you're going to win what probably will still be a mediocre at best division, that's the team you want to catch. And so they may measure themselves by that, and they may say, yeah, we're not there yet. Let's go through another year of rebuilding quietly. Or they uh, do what they do and reload and see what they can do. Could we possibly tank for Trevor? <laughs> The Jets seem to have a lock on it at 0-9 and probably won't win more than one game at best. But the consolation prize is Justin Fields. The other consolation prize is this kid, Trey Lance, from North Dakota State. Although, I heard someone say the guy that's hurting Trey Lance the most is is Carson Wentz. Yeah. Because everyone's thinking, oh, shit, another one of these guys? No thanks. Well, and could Dwayne Haskins be hurting Justin Fields <laughs> because, because of the Ohio State connection? Who's the best Ohio State quarterback ever? I haven't had, you know, like Arch Schleister. Yeah, I was just going to say Arch Schleister, who, who probably could have been really good, but he had yeah. this little gambling issue. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be interesting. I, I do look at the Dolphins with Tua, now mm-hmm. 3 and 0. I look at the Cardinals with Kyler Murray. By the way, how oh. great was that Hail Mary yesterday? That was – I I don't usually jump out of my seat at my age. But <laughs> that was that, – first of all, uh, you know, what, let's, there's two parts of it. The catch is great. I mean, anytime you get one of those Hail Mary things and a guy out jumps three guys around him to get the ball, DeAndre Hopkins – Great play. But Kyler Murray throwing the ball 50 yards against his body on the run to deliver it down there, that was unbelievable. The athleticism it takes to make that throw, much less under pressure, is unbelievable. And and I was of the mindset, starting his NFL career, I'm like, I don't know, man. I know you don't have to be 6'3 necessarily to play the position, but he's so short. Hey, look, you know, I, I, I probably told you this story before, but uh, when we were doing the show and we used to follow the late, great John Thompson, uh, one time before the NBA draft, he had a client who had just signed with Nike as he was leaving school. His name was Chris Paul. And uh, Thompson introduced Chris Paul to me, and I shook his hand, and I looked him right in the eye, and I realized – my God, he's the same height I am. I'm 5'9". This guy can't play in the NBA. Cannot play. Can't play. He's well, doing pretty well for himself. Has yeah, done pretty so, well for himself. But basketball, I don't know. So I want to talk about the call, though. Uh, I assume you're as a, as big of an Iron, Iron Eagle fan as I am. I like, I've like. i known Iron since he was an intern at WFAN. All right, you here, know, let's, I want to listen to the call. I want to break it down here. Shotgun. Murray. Out of the pocket. Seven seconds. 
Six seconds. Murray heaves it downfield. It is. Oh, it's caught. It is caught. DeAndre Hopkins. Miraculous. It's Murray magic. I mean, that's as good as it gets, Andy. It's so clean. It's so perfect. What do you think? No, he, he does both radio and television, and he clearly has an understanding and having an understanding in the moment of what you do for each of the mediums. Now, if he's doing radio, it's an t- entirely different call, right? If he's doing television, he understands that you're seeing it. So, yeah, economy of words, absolutely perfect. And uh, I think he's probably one of the most underrated guys he is. in the business. He, he really is. He is the B-side to Tariko, in my opinion. I want to just play this one more time and make a few comments. Shotgun. Murray. Out of the- Very simple. Shotgun. Murray. Out of the pocket. Pocket. Seven seconds. Six seconds. Now that's important. We know the time is winding down, but he puts in there seven seconds. Six mm-hmm. seconds. That adds drama. To the call, right? Then he oh, heaves yeah. it. Murray heaves it downfield. It is. Oh, it's caught. It is caught. DeAndre Hopkins. Simple. It's caught. It is caught. Identifies the player. It's DeAndre Hopkins. And then layers in a not overly kitschy, not overly cute call of Murray Magic. Yeah, that's great. That's, Al, uh, Al Michaels would have botched that call oh, so badly. Stop, stop. Yeah, go on. Al, Al would not have. You know, look, he, Al, Al's got some classics. He did what? Yeah, that and do you believe in miracles? And He's more. been dining out ever since. Don't get me started on this. I'll bring, I'll bring examples of big-time bad calls by Al Michaels to the show next week. Don't make me Andy Poland. Well, Don't he, make me. He first of all, he's had he's had the spotlight job for almost what thirty five years. Yeah, and he's mailing so, it in. No, nah, I don't think so. I, I don't, <laughs> okay, I don't. I don't feel that way at all. All right. How did you feel about the uh, Dan Helley Akib Talib combo on I the game? I thought that was that was so cool. Uh, now it's not the first game that Dan has done for Fox, but first game that we've really paid attention to since he was doing the Washington team. But I, I thought it did fine. Obviously it was the first game Tlaib had ever done. And, uh, and so Dan had to, you know, cover up some of the blotches on, on that for him and, uh, and so forth. But I, I thought Dan did a really good job. I really do. All right. Uh, did you listen to any of our radio broadcast with, uh, Julie, Julie Bram and D'Angelo Hall? Do you I, listen to that during the games at all or no? I very rarely I do the highlights, you know, I break sure. highlights and do reports in the morning. So I hear all their highlights, but no, I don't necessarily spend time listening to the radio broadcast. I, uh, I think Bram is making some nice individual calls of plays. I mm-hmm. like what I'm hearing. I don't know about the chemistry and the overall concept of the booth. I've heard a, a number of people complain, but then that's what people do. They complain about stuff, right? Anything new you're going to complain. And, but, but they do, at least with the calls the first week, he couldn't get the calls out because so they're yelling it right over him. So yeah. they've learned to lay out, and uh, you know it's it's a work in progress. It are you time. are you upset at all that Maryland football pulled the plug on their big date against Ohio State? They had to. They had too many positive COVID tests. Not necessarily. They didn't mm-hmm. meet the conference threshold. They did it on their own, and now there's reports that Ohio State. <laughs> 
is pissed because it puts them in further jeopardy of not having enough games to qualify for the Big Ten Championship. Some say that Loxley did it to avoid a thrashing when his team was just getting rolling with big wins at Minnesota and at Penn State. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, okay. you, you, you can go there if you want. I, I think if you're Mike Loxley and you've just beaten Penn State, uh, I, I think you're going to want to keep that momentum going and just measure yourself. I mean, if they lose to Ohio State by 21 points, that's no big deal. No, that's a good outcome, 21. Yeah. Yeah. 51 is a bad outcome. Okay. Well, here, here's the thing, though, from a simple procedural perspective. Can you imagine if Ohio State loses a game to their schedule somewhere along the line here, and then on the final week of the season, when Michigan is due to play them and probably allow 70 because they're in such a bad spot, what Mm -hmm. if Michigan says, we're out, we've got too many positives, and they completely fuck Ohio State, and they don't let the Buckeyes hang a 70-burger on them? Hmm? Could happen. Could happen, but I think also there's a lot of leeway with the uh, championship series. So I think that the the voters would have the opportunity to, to still put them in. in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, we'll see about that. Did mm. you watch any of the Masters? And did you see your boy Red Shirt Jesus take a ten on the par three twelve? I didn't see it live, but uh, yeah. Did, did, did you watch. see the recap of Tiger's ten? Uh, they're twice, oh, three times in the water, was it? You didn't see the replay. I'm going to force you to watch it since you're such a Tiger stan. I'm going to make you watch it. <laughs> Look at your – now, to his credit, he birdied five of the next six coming yeah. home, which is that, pretty damn amazing. Right. I mean, that you know, how many people that, – that's the thing about golf that I couldn't get my head around. You know, you have a bad shot, and then you just, you know, go to pieces. I, I you know, to be able to compose yourself – yeah. And get it back in gear and do that. That that's remarkable. Mental toughness, remarkable. right there. Yeah. That's true mental toughness, and uh, it's looking more and more like Tiger's last Masters a year and a half ago was the last firework that shot out of the uh, smoldering embers. That last one, kaboom! Because that just doesn't look like he's healthy enough anymore. Yeah, but you know he came out of nowhere last year. Nobody expected that, and uh, you know, look, Jack was 46 when he won the Masters and was considered very old, right? Sure. When that happened in 86. Tiger's 44, so next year he's 45, right? So yeah, he's, he's, he's in that best. age. He's yeah. in that age. Uh, so you didn't watch hardly any of the tournament? No, I mean, I was watching some college football, and, you know, I did watch Dustin Johnson as he, you know, got hot and, and really took over on Saturday. That was nice. But, you know, I'm kind of a fair-weather Tiger guy. If, if, if Tiger's in the hunt on Saturday, that's – that's and then going into Sunday wearing the red shirt, that's a great weekend for me. But it usually takes place in April. Had they had, when, had, they had patrons or fans, would that have made a difference for you spending a little bit more time watching? I think it might have helped, yeah. Had it been in the spring where it belongs, would that have made a difference watching? As you've known me for a long time, (laughs) is there anyone you know who's more a creature of habit than me? Uh, No, you're pretty much it. So so Sunday, 60 minutes, Chinese food, Tiger winning the Masters in April, 
that's more in my routine right. of what I do. Okay. Well, uh, Tiger, you're going to have to find you're going to have to find a new favorite golfer though as Tiger Woods sunsets and that's going to be hard because nobody is going to have the flair or the eye-popping dominance of Tiger Woods. Do you have an early idea of who could be your next golfer? Well, we we haven't. We've been looking for someone who's just going to take over and and run with it. We thought it was going to be Jordan Spieth for a while. Thought it would be Rory for a while. Rory, yeah. Thought it would be Justin Thomas for a while. Thought it would be, you know, so-and-so. All right, I'll I'll throw you some suggestions. Did you see Sung J M though? A guy who looks like he spends zero time doing sit-ups and instead (laughs) plays video games and eats burritos (laughs) while not golfing. But those guys don't sustain these days, do they? I mean... No, typically not. He's not really fat. He's not like lumpy heron fat, but he's not exactly chiseled, that's for sure. He is a little doughy. But, you know, this this hunt for the next... I remember this in the late 70s, and, and Tom Watson sufficed for a while. You know, Watson in, say, 78 to 83, 84, right. something like that. So, you know, that that's the kind of person we, we've got to get, somebody in that in that sweet spot who can really dominate for four or five years. From what I've heard, it, it could be Dustin Johnson, right? He's, he's uh, that good. Yeah, except he's he's kind of older. He's, he's won on tour, I think, for 13 straight years, which is a new record. At least mm-hmm. one tour win for that long. It's an amazing string of dominance, and you know he's boring as all get out. He's not as dumb as he looks, but he uh, he deserves all the credit for uh, this victory, even though it was with an asterisk, I would say, because it wasn't the same Masters for us golf nerds. Uh, let's talk about the DeAndre Baker case. So the Giants' number one pick out of Georgia accused back in the spring of armed robbery at a barbecue with former Redskin Quentin Dunbar. Dunbar gets exonerated fairly quickly, ends up back in the NFL on the Seahawks, I want to say. Yep, yep. And Baker, meanwhile, remained charged until Monday when all of a sudden the case gets thrown out because the lawyer representing three of the alleged victims recanted their stories and became unreliable witnesses, and the lawyer was charged with soliciting extortion money to get those guys to recant. That's wild. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So what happens? Is he now back in the league? He is now eligible to be signed. Question. Why don't we go get him for the Wolf? As as Steve Spurrier once said, Andy. (laughs) He's not in jail, is he? He's not in jail, is he? (laughs) Come on. Yeah, but but isn't isn't Coach Rivera all about the culture and – all about, you know, good locker room guys and so forth and so on. I, I but know. who says he's a bad guy? I don't know. Well, I mean, all the, the, the reports of what happened there doesn't sound good. But, but the case yeah. fell apart. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, there's, there's, there's so many players away. Does, does it really make sense to go out and get I – mean, look, they, they could have had Eric Reed. Eric Reed's still a good player. And I know. They, he didn't want to be a practice them, squad guy. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't see it. I just don't think that's going to happen. Man, 2020 has been a sports season unlike any other. That's why you need a sports book unlike any other. My 
Bookie. Get some skin in the game where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await you all season long. These are the sizzle that go with the stake of having a reliable place to put a little bit of money down, or maybe a lot of money down, on your favorite sport. My Bookie. Turkey Day is coming. There is no better time to feast on your NFL college football action. Whether you're a first-time customer or if you've been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in their thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and more. Sign up today for the first time or get reloaded. Find your edge and make some money. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino. The best part is my bookie never closes, and there's no smoke getting in your eyes. Make the right place, sign up today, and when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put 200 bucks in, they'll match it with $100 of their own. So if you're planning to bet this coming fall, guess what? You're already ahead of the game. It's winning season at my bookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Okay. Uh Drew Brees, multiple cracked ribs and partially deflated lung. This is bad news for the Saints who were rolling. He got completely pile driven when you're supposed to not be able to do that. I don't know if they got a penalty on that play or not for the Niners, but it just goes to show you that the league's ticky tack protection of quarterbacks that leads to a chase young penalty that pretty much gives the lions that chance to kick the game winning field goal. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how much of that they do. Quarterbacks still get hurt. It's, it's a brutal game. And as, as great a shape as he's in at 41, He's still 41, and, you know, the game isn't meant to be played by people that age. Yeah. And, uh, you know, trying to avoid those hits is part of it, and when you go down and somebody crunches on top of you, you get hurt, which is what happened here. Um, did you see the Darius Geis story? USA Today went back and looked at records from his days at LSU, and it turns out there were multiple serious allegations of sexual misconduct, if not outright rape, at LSU. It was all covered up. Who knows if the Redskins knew about it when they drafted him, although word was he had multiple red flags on him on everybody's draft board. They took him anyway, and now look where he is, out of the league. What does that say about how the Redskins did business under Bruce? Well, look, that's not the only guy that uh that they were a little loose with and i, I yeah. think that that you know they 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 were always looking saying oh well nobody else wants him but we're going to take him because we're smarter no you're not and uh and the fact that he fell to the second round when he had supposed first round talent is uh there's a reason for that you know yeah. other teams look at it and they go yeah not worth it a guy who performs at a high level at lsu is it probably has great talent, but there were too many other things that were there, and you know they managed to hang here for a couple of years, and then and then the, the 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 outpouring of oh he's really a good guy, you know he's he's misunderstood all that stuff that came. Do out you remember? Do you remember the backfilling of you know he's not a bad guy? That was how hard it was spun by the organization, and I think some members in the media that just wanted to go along with it. Yeah, yeah, they, they'll they'll sell it, and if they're you know they're so crappy to the media most of the time, or have been 
let's see what happens under the new regime, that if they would throw him a bone here and there, they would just lap it up. Yeah. And so, you know, here's a guy, oh, we, we think Darius Geist misunderstood, you know. The team's booed on him. We, we, but in the meantime, he never played. Yeah. You know, he, he would he he got hurt. a couple of flashes, but he was hurt all the I time. Know. You can't make a club in the tub. No, you can't. And uh, if someone would say, well, Zabe, didn't you just advocate for signing DeAndre Baker? Well, that's because DeAndre Baker, to my knowledge, doesn't have a string of bad things in his file from Georgia. Now, if he does, obviously no, but if he was falsely accused at a barbecue and tried to be extorted by some people who wanted to get money out of an NFL player, then that's a different story than Darius Geis being a bad guy that everybody kind of knew about. Right, right, exactly. I agree. All right, NCAA One City, it was announced on Monday, likely Indianapolis. I talked to Mike DeCorsi today from the Sporting News. He said probably more than one city technically. They'll probably use Butler. They'll probably use Indiana. They might use another place. So it's not quite one city. It's not quite one bubble. But what do you think about this plan? I think, first first of all, it's a perfect place to have it. I've been there for a Super Bowl and have been to Indianapolis a couple of other times. You can't have a better setup than they have there. Point two, Mike Krzyzewski said this months ago, they cannot go another season without an NCAA tournament. Right. I don't care if the whole season gets wiped out. They'll round up 68 teams. And, and play for and the put, TV cameras. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's billions of dollars riding on this. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, in fact, uh, somebody said to me today, well, why are they working on this now? They don't know whether they're going to have a season. I said, doesn't matter whether they oh. have a season or not. They oh, have to have a tournament. Well, they're having a season. They're having a season just like football's having a season, even if it is disfigured and truncated, because you're right, Andy, the money is extinction level if they don't collect it from TV. Oh yeah, It's already going to be bad enough without the gate revenue and all the other associated revenue. They can't afford If they don't have a season in college hoops, start cutting athletic programs now. Well, with a have. chainsaw. No, I mean I mean with a fucking chainsaw. Just say, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone. They couldn't afford to operate. This is extinction-level stuff if they don't play. I agree. Yeah, so uh, they'll, they'll find a way to do this, and you know, you, you'll ha- you may have teams going into this tournament having played eight or nine games. And that, that's, that's entirely possible. What if they went to after this year? What if they went to four mega hubs for the tournament? That's that's an interesting thought because what what has happened is these preliminary rounds, you know, before they get down to say the the Sweet Sixteen, they don't sell that well. No, you know, and and so yeah, that might be that might be the way to do it, and then you make it kind of like a Super Bowl atmosphere in each of the cities. That may be something that they, that they go to. What if they went to four mega hubs and they expanded to a hundred? No. Didn't even want to hear me out there. Wasn't done with my pitch. Sir, you're closing the door on my foot. Ow, ow. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't want to go to 128, but you know there's an impetus to do that from some coaches. Of course. Every coach wants it because if you make job security, you save your job. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Let me tell you about job security in college. Will Muschamp just got fired midseason at South Carolina. Will Muschamp had a eight-figure dollar tag still attached to what they owe him. Eight 13 million. figures. 13. It's, it's the second time he's been fired during a season. The last one had a $12 million buyout. He's collected $25 million to get fired. I've been fired four times. I don't get that kind of money <laughs> when I get fired. I know. 
I mean, but that's the thing about it. It's crazy. Both the college landscape is facing this financial Armageddon, and yet they're still doing stuff like this. What does that yeah. say? Because What because does that they, say? When they sign the contract, they go, oh, yeah, well, we'll, we'll put that in. But we have no intention of firing you. We love you. We're not going to do this. And then they go, oh, we have to fire him. Yeah. $13 million buyout? Well, okay, we're going to have to do it. And, and yet, yeah, to think that they're willing to eat that in a pandemic, they must really hate him. Yeah. I mean, why yeah. would they do that? I don't know. By the way, your son Jeremy and his alma mater, and your son Samantha, your daughter Samantha, with her alma mater, Wisconsin, are on a collision course in football in the Big yeah. Ten. Have you talked to the two of them about how the seasons are going so far? Is the is Jeremy all pumped up for Indiana football finally? Yeah, I mean, because when he was in school there, the team was so bad yeah. that they would have their legendary tailgates, and the tailgates <laughs> in Indiana are legendary. And then everybody would go back to the dorm and go to sleep. They wouldn't go to the games. Um, so to have a team that's good, and in fact, uh, now he and his girlfriend have a little dog. And, uh, and, and What do you name it? The, Hoosier? No, oh. it's, uh, what is it, Fluffy or Snuffy or one of those. I, I don't know what it is. But <laughs> it was her dog, and she brought it back with her from her family in uh, Seattle. Anyway, and the point is that uh, he's watching the game uh, a couple of weeks ago, and he's so intense and screaming at the TV that the dog had never seen him like that and ran into the room with his girlfriend to get away from him. He scared the dog. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, that's something new, Indiana football being good. Uh, that The Wisconsin football has been good. The question is, will they get in enough games? I know. I mean, they're going to play this week, but this will be the first time in, what, three weeks since they played? Yeah, they they have a they have a truly uh, five star caliber quarterback in Graham Mertz who turned down offers at bigger schools or at least I mean Indi- Wisconsin's a big school but you know more glamorous football schools. Right. So this is a season that they could actually if they can just get it in they may do some damage. So we shall see. Yeah, yeah. Ohio right. State's good though. Ohio yeah. State's really good. Team. All right, we'll end on this, Andy. Can you give me two minutes on the Golden Boy, Paul Horning? And will you tell me if indeed his suspension by Pete Rozelle for being what a casino greeter was ridiculously heavy handed or was it just him getting caught doing something he knew he shouldn't have done? Okay, well, you're confusing legends there. Oh. I think you've got Paul Horning confused with Mickey Mantle and or Willie Mays. And those two guys were suspended from baseball uh, for lending their names to Atlantic City Casinos okay. by Bowie Kuhn and then reinstated by Peter Ubroth. Here's the deal with Paul Horning, and this is why I think he's he's so cool. Yes, he was betting on football uh, while he was playing for the Green Bay Packers, and he got a call from Pete Rozelle, and Rozelle said, I need you to come to New York, and I want to talk to you. And Horning said, I know what you want to talk about. You want me to name names. I'm not going to name names. Did I bet on the Packers to win? You bet I did. We were good. We always covered the number. Oh, so, my God. Yeah, so, so justified, I guess. Yeah, they, they suspended him for a year. And uh, and then, you know, Vince Lombardi said, you know, it's important for you to, to not even be seen at a casino or, or do any, any kind of gambling. And uh, I'll work hard to get you reinstated, which he did. Alex Karras who was a star defensive player for Detroit, was also suspended for gambling for a year. Uh, both of them came back. Corning was never quite the same, but uh, he was a great player. And, uh, and, and one year, 
uh, scored something like 180 points in 12 games because he was both the kicker and the running back. So he had something, you know, like 12 touchdowns and a bunch of field goals and extra points. And uh, and had that scoring record until Ladanian Tomlinson broke it with a 16-game schedule. But uh, I, I think Corning was was a cool guy. The the only thing about him, and and Dick Schapp, uh said that he had stopped voting for the Heisman because of this. Corning played for a team at Notre Dame that won only two games as a senior, and he won the Heisman Trophy. Jim Brown was the best player in the country at Syracuse, and he didn't get the award because he was black. And uh, you know that's no fault of Horning, but that is just something else that's uh, part of his story. All right. Very good. Andy, great run today, as always. Appreciate it. Two and seven, and we are on to Cincinnati, as Bill Belichick once famously said, right? Yeah, on to Cincinnati, except Cincinnati's coming here. Well, we're on to the next game. Exactly right. Yeah. All right, Andy. Thank you, bud. All right, Zed. Take there care. There you go. All right, tonight's my bookie Zabe Steamer of the Day. And I can't tell you if I won the Monday night game or not because I'm obviously ahead of the curve. The game's about to kick off in about an hour here. So we'll get two in the hopper, and then we'll just start counting it up after that. Tuesday night maction. Oh, yeah, baby. I'm going to definitely fire in on this one. I like Akron plus the points against Kent State. Give me the 22 and a half. Come on, Akron Zips. Put a little bit of something-something on the game and uh, enjoy it a whole lot more. If you aren't betting on sports, what is the matter with you? It makes everything a little bit spicier. i got a rock-solid industry-leading site in my bookie that gives you tons of sports, tons of lines, prop bets, etc. Most importantly, they actually pay out. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo to get initial deposits matched up to 50%. And, of course, read the rules on payouts for bonus matches so you understand fully what the terms are. In the meantime, dabble a bit, have fun, and make your sports life a little bit spicier. That'll be a wrap for today. Thank you so much for downloading. As always, rate and review to please the algorithmic overlords at Apple iTunes and Google Play and whatnot. Tell a friend or two. Suggestions, feedback, and more welcomed at zabe at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great Tuesday, and we will see you next time. Man, 2020 has been a sports season unlike any other. That's why you need a sports book unlike any other. My bookie. Get some skin in the game where odds boosts, lightning deals, and free bets await you all season long. These are the sizzle that go with the stake of having a reliable place to put a little bit of money down or maybe a lot of money down on your favorite sport. My bookie. Turkey Day is coming. There is no better time to feast on your NFL college football action. Whether you're a first-time customer or if you've been playing with MyBookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in their thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and more. Sign up today for the first time or get reloaded. Find your edge and make some money. 
They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local casino. The best part is my bookie never closes, and there's no smoke getting in your eyes. Make the right play, sign up today, and when you do, use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and get your deposit matched halfway, all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put 200 bucks in, they'll match it with $100 of their own. So if you're planning to bet this coming fall, guess what? You're already ahead of the game. It's winning season at my bookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. 